0: Chapter 29 of The Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila. This is a Discerning Hearts recording read by Chris McGregor. The Way of Perfection by St. Teresa of Avila. Translated and edited by E. Allison Pierce. For the love of God, daughters, avoid making any account of these favors. You should each do your duty, and if this is not appreciated by your superior, you may be sure that it will be appreciated and rewarded by the Lord. We do not come here to seek rewards in this life, but only in the life to come. Let our thoughts always be fixed upon what endures and not trouble themselves with earthly things which do not endure even for a lifetime. For today, some other sister will be in your superior's good books. Whereas tomorrow, if she sees you exhibiting some additional virtue, It is with you that she will be better pleased. And if she is not, it is of little consequence. Never give way to these thoughts, which sometimes begin in a small way, but may cost you a great deal of unrest. Check them by remembering that your kingdom is not of this world and that everything comes quickly to an end and that there is nothing in this life that goes on unchangeling. But even that, is a poor remedy and anything but a perfect one. It is best that this state of things should continue and that you should be humbled and out of favor and should wish to be so for the sake of the Lord who dwells in you. Turn your eyes upon yourself and look at yourself inwardly, as I have said. You will find your master. He will not fail you. Indeed, the less outward comfort you have, the much greater the joy he will give you. He is full of compassion and never fails those who are afflicted and out of favor if they trust in him alone. Thus David tells us that he never saw the just forsaken and again that the Lord is with the afflicted. Either you believe this or you do not. If you do, as you should, why do you wear yourselves to death with worry? O my Lord, if we had a real knowledge of thee, we should make not the slightest account of anything, since thou givest so much to those who will set their whole trust on thee. Believe me, friends, it is a great thing to realize the truth of this, so that we may see how deceptive our earthly things and favors when they deflect the soul in any way from its course and hinder it from entering within itself. God help me if only someone could make you realize this i myself lord certainly cannot i know that in truth i owe thee more than anyone else but i cannot realize this myself as well as i should returning to what i was saying i should like to be able to explain the nature of this holy companionship with our great companion the holiest of the holy in which there is nothing to hinder the soul and her spouse remaining alone together when the soul desires to enter within herself, to shut the door behind her so as to keep out all that is worldly and to dwell in that paradise with her God. I say desires because you must understand that this is not a supernatural state but depends on our volition and that by God's favor we can enter into it of our own accord. This condition must be understood, for everything that we say in this book can be done. For without it, nothing can be accomplished, and we have not the power to think a single good thought. For this is not a silence of the faculties. It is a shutting up of the faculties within itself by the soul. There are many ways in which we can gradually acquire this habit, as various books tell us. We must cast aside everything else, they say, in order to approach God inwardly, and we must retire within ourselves even during our ordinary occupations. If I can recall the companionship which I have within my soul for as much as a moment, that is of great utility. But as I am speaking only about the way to recite vocal prayers well, there is no need for me to say as much as this. All I want is that we should know and abide with the person with whom we are speaking and not turn our backs upon him. For that, it seems to me, is what we are doing when we talk to God and yet think of all kinds of vanity. The whole mischief comes from our not really grasping the fact that he is near us and imagining him far away, so far that we shall have to go to heaven in order to find him. How is it, Lord, that we do not look at thy face when it is so near us? We do not think people are listening to us when we are speaking to them unless we see them looking at us. And do we close our eyes so as not to see that thou art looking at us? How can we know if thou hast heard what we say to thee? The great thing I should like to teach you is that In order to accustom ourselves gradually to giving our minds confidence so that we may readily understand what we are saying and with whom we are speaking, we must recollect our outward senses, take charge of them ourselves, and give them something with which to occupy them. It is in this way that we have heaven within ourselves since the Lord of heaven is there. If once we accustom ourselves to being glad that there is no need to raise our voices in order to speak to him, since his majesty will make us conscious that he is there, we shall be able to say the Paternoster and whatever other prayers we like with great peace of mind. And the Lord himself will help us not to grow tired. Soon after we have begun to force ourselves to remain near the Lord, he will give us indications by which we may understand that... Though we have had to say the Patronaster many times, he heard us the first time. For he loves to save us worry, and even though we may take a whole hour over saying it once, if we can realize that we are with him, and what it is we are asking him, and how willing he is, like any father, to grant it to us, and how he loves to be with us and comfort us, He has no wish for us to tire our brains by a great deal of talking. For love of the Lord then, sisters, accustom yourselves to saying the Patronaster in this recollected way, and before long you will see how you gain by doing so. It is a method of prayer which establishes habits that prevent the soul from going astray and the faculties from becoming restless. This you will find out in time. I only beg you, test it, even at the cost of a little trouble, which always results when we try to form a new habit. I assure you, however, that before long you will have the great comfort of finding it unnecessary to tire yourselves with seeking this Holy Father to whom you pray, for you will discover him within you. May the Lord teach this to those of you who do not know it. For my own part, I must confess that until the Lord taught me this method, I never knew what it was to get satisfaction and comfort out of prayer. And it is because I have always gained such great benefits from this custom of interior recollection that I have written about it at such length. Perhaps you all know this, but some sister may come to you who will not know it, so you must not be vexed at my having spoken about it here. I conclude by advising anyone who wishes to acquire it, since, as I say, it is our power to do so, not to grow weary of trying to get used to the method which has been described, for it is equivalent to a gradual gaining of the mastery over herself, and is not a vain labor. To conquer oneself for one's own sake is to make use of the senses in the service of the interior life. If she is speaking, she must try to remember that there is one within her to whom she can speak. If she is listening, let her remember that she can listen to him who is nearer to her than anyone else. Briefly, let her realize that. If she likes, she need never withdraw from this good companionship. And let her grieve, when she has left her father alone for so long, though her need of him is so sore. If she can, Let her practice recollection many times daily. If not, let her do so occasionally. As she grows accustomed to it, she will feel its benefits either sooner or later. Once the Lord has granted it to her, she would not exchange it for any treasure. Nothing, sisters, can be learned without a little trouble. So do, for the love of God, look upon any care which you take about this as well spent. I know that with God's help, if you practice it for a year, or perhaps for only six months, you will be successful in attaining it. Think what a short time that is for acquiring so great a benefit, for you will be laying a good foundation, so that if the Lord desires to raise you up to achieve great things, he will find you ready, because you will be close to himself. May his majesty never allow us to withdraw ourselves from his presence. Amen.